What is up, everybody? This is Matt Hewitt, the host of Into the Friar Ramblings from the Kitchen. Oh, man, what a weird couple of weeks it's been, i got to tell you. Uh, a lot of stuff on my mind. Some of it has to do with restaurants, and some of it doesn't, but uh, we'll see if we can make a connection here. June is winding down to a close, and... If any of you have been uh, following what's going on in the news in our country, uh, a lot of weird shit happening, man. A lot of weird shit. What I wanted to talk about was um, the one of the big issues that's going on is the separation of children um, at the border and immigration, whether it's legal or illegal, into our country and how that ties into the restaurant economy. Um, I spent, I'm, I'm still in the food industry, but I spent uh, about from age, oh gosh, 19 to age 43, actively working in kitchens. Um, and I had some brief stints here and there. So probably all told about 25 years of uh, working in kitchens and more restaurant experience as a youngster and uh, on top of that now I'm I'm in food sales. We've talked about that on, on past past episodes but what I wanted to talk about was this um, immigration issue and uh, you know you hear people saying that immigrants that are coming into our country are stealing jobs from people. And I got to tell you, I'm going to just raise my hand and say that's a fucking lie. It's a fucking lie. And here's why. This is my opinion. Take it or leave it. I don't give a shit. So in my years of working in the restaurant industry, I could probably count on one hand, not using all fingers, the amount of uh, kids that were, you know, white, black, whatever, born in America, going to high school or college or whatever, that came into any of my restaurants looking to be a dishwasher or looking to be uh, a janitor or someone that helped clean the restaurant. Um, or you know you you look at uh you look at even line cooks you know i get i i would get kids that would be fresh out of culinary school excuse me coming into the into the restaurant and because they have a a a certificate from culinary school they feel like they know how to be a chef and that's just not the case the fact is is that restaurants in general probably if we didn't have immigration into our country you'd have tremendous amounts of small family-owned operations even even the big ones you talk like your fast food kings you know mcdonald's wendy's jack-in-the-box go into one of them and who do you think you see behind the counter it's not you know what our quote-unquote white american kids running the show it's it's people that are coming from from central and south america i mean when when 
it, it's just frustrating to hear, you know, the uh, older crowd in our country um, standing up on their high horse saying that people are stealing jobs. There's plenty of jobs to be had. But the ones that are going to work hard to make a better life for themselves, I'm sorry, but it's, gonna, it's, it's the people that are coming into our country, whether it's illegally or legally. I, I was working at, a, at a, a, a Mexican restaurant in Utah for about four and a half years, and I would say that 95% of our employees we're from Central and South America or some other part of the world. Some were here legally, some were illegal. But you know what? Those were those people that I worked with and and that that spans my entire career. And those people that I I freaking grew to love so much so that I, I became fluent in Spanish so that I could communicate with everybody, make them feel a part of those are the people that were willing to show up and work their ass off every single day. Those are the people that would do it with a smile. The, the people that were cleaning toilets and scrubbing dishes and mopping floors. The people that had to pick up the mats off the freaking floor at the end of the night and scrub them. Those are, the, those are a, a key component. The line cooks. I mean, go into any restaurant. Uh, and I, I'm going off on a tangent, and I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated, as I'm sure many of you people are out there. Go into any restaurant and see who's cooking your food. Go out to any farm and see who's picking the crops. I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's astonishing that we still, today, in 2018, that we live in a in a society that thinks that you can, you know, uh, control um, immigration and control, you know, what do you think would happen to our economy if we didn't have if we didn't have immigration in our country? The restaurant economy would suffer. The restaurant economy would go into a tailspin and crash, and then you you'd have people wondering. Well, uh, why can't I get a? Why, why why do I have to pay twenty dollars for a burger, you know, at freaking ABC restaurant when it used to cost me twelve? Well, you know, because there are, you know, minimum wage in our country is this. It's you know whatever it is in your part of the world, in your part of the country, you know, and 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 a lot of those jobs are minimum wage. Like dishwashers, most of them are minimum wage. Tell me one person that seems that's that had the privilege of being born in the United States that's going to go actively seek a job as a dishwasher. Not many. The answer is probably less than one percent. And you know, we have um, we have this this idea or whatever it is that people are going by and, you know, make America white again. What the F is that? I mean, seriously. So I'm a white guy 
I was lucky enough to be born in the United States. Go back a few generations in my family. We were fucking immigrants. Like, people came over from Europe, England, and various parts of the world and settled here in what we now call the United States. California, where I grew up, was almost all the way, I don't want to say, it might have even gone into Oregon. I'm not exactly sure. I haven't read up on my history books lately. But it was part of, of Mexico. Uh, you know, you had you and and so the people with better technology and better weapons came in and gentrified and took over and pushed people out. And I mean, you you talk about native peoples like there's one group of people that really have a right to say anything about immigration in our country, and it's not the white guy, not me. I take a pause because I I know that I'm ranting, but this is my platform and I get to do whatever the hell I want. So if you don't like it, you can stop listening. You can wait till I come out with the next episode next week or do whatever the hell you want. You call me up, say I'm an ass. I don't care. But the fact is, is that the, when, when I was growing up, America was called the great melting pot. And that meant that people from all different cultures and all walks of life came together to create something great. And right now, we're far, far, far from that. It's really sad. It's really, really sad that you walk down the street, and it doesn't matter, you know, but the average uh, person that is against immigration you you ask them why and they'll they'll say something like stealing jobs or they came to this country illegally or whatever the whatever the bleeping reason is you know they they have no idea a lot of the people that are coming from central and south america are doing it legally they're presenting you know they're presenting themselves at the border as they are supposed to under international law I'm not a lawyer and I'm not very smart but if you go and read pick up a book read a newspaper article do some research you'll find out that things aren't always as they seem it just it's just amazing that when we we look at you know the platform or what have you of the current administration or what the mentality of the vocal minority is is that you know our our because of immigration and because of unfair trade and because of this our 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 com- our, our country is crumbling you know i i i think there's a there's a, a plaque on, on the Statue of Liberty of a, of a poem, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase, but give me your tired, your poor, and your hungry. I mean, Ellis Island was like the great beacon of hope and strength and freedom. And do we have that? Do we have that today? I don't know. I doubt it. 
It doesn't seem like it. And and to be persecuting people that pay taxes that don't ever get them back, you know, people that support our economy, some way or another, a lot of the people due to e-verify and, and checking of uh, social security numbers and whatever, tax ID numbers, there's a whole group of people that are able to work in this country. Whether they are using something that didn't belong to them, and whatever the case, that money is not going out of the economy. That money is going into the economy. And take it or leave it. You know, that, that's, the, that's the truth. Like, but again, show me, show me a kid, uh, someone that was privileged enough to be born here that's willing to, to scrub toilets. Show me someone that's born here that's willing to go and pick fruits and vegetables and go work in a field. Show me someone that's willing to wash dishes for 10 hours a day in a busy restaurant, knee-deep in shit, where it's a loud, hectic environment and not everybody's patting you on the back and saying, thanks for coming. You know, it, it really is troubling the, the, the times that, that, we're, that we're witnessing. And I hope that my hope for the country and humanity as a whole is that we'll pull through and that we'll see the error of our ways instead of pushing people out or using children as leverage to try to change a law that we that we work in unison as a human race to be able to better ourselves as a whole i mean seriously what is to be gained by taking a family that shows up on the doorstep of America the right way, presents themselves and says, I, I want a chance at a better life, and then trying to turn them into criminals? What's gained? Nothing. Absolutely zero. It's just, it, it, as you can tell, I'm, I'm freaking fired up. And, and, it, and it hurts my soul when I, when I, you know, think about the, you know, people that I worked with for so many years, many of whom I still call friends today, that feel so threatened because now they're here in the U.S. It's a shame. It's a damn shame. And I don't know how much, you know, I don't know, uh, aside from calling your congressman and writing your congressman and speaking out, you know, that, that we, we can't remain silent. There has to be a push. And, and what's been going on uh, with the uh, administration people of, of our current uh, Trump president's administration, people getting kicked out of restaurants and, uh, you know, getting, 
verbally accosted, maybe that's just the beginning of what we need. I don't know. But man, we do have the power to change things in our in our country if we get out there and, and vote and do what's right. But standing on the sideline and not saying anything is being complicit to what's happening. And I can't do that. I'm pissed. I'm pissed because uh, an industry that I've been a part of that will continue to be a part of my life for the remainder of my days, I'm sure, is struggling. To keep, it's going to struggle to keep its head above water if, if, if things change in that way. And it's just not right. It's just not right. Oh, man. Well, that's about all I have to say on that. Um, I've gotten a lot off my chest. I've ranted. I may have sparked some interest in conversation with some of you. I may have pissed off some of you. If I pissed you off, well, maybe look at that. Maybe look at why you're pissed off and take a good look in the mirror and, and see if you like what you see. If I spark some ideas or interest in making a change, then good. Time will tell. But time is going to tell a sad story if we don't take action. So do what you got to do, people. Get out there. Use your votes. Use your voice. Use your platforms to have conversations. And uh, maybe we can turn this shit around. Anyway, I'm Matt. This has been Into the Fryer Ramblings from the Kitchen. Go out and support your local restaurants. Go out and say thank you to the people that are cooking and serving your food. And, and see if you can peek your head back in the kitchen and thank the person that washed your dishes. Because they're all part of our country, whether you like it or not. And uh, if you go out to any restaurants, and you actually take notice of who are the workers, you'll be surprised. We are brought to you today on Anchor FM, the Anchor app. You can hear our podcast, my podcast, anywhere pretty much that you can find podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I believe. Uh, I think we're on Google now. Um, any of those other wacky platforms. But, uh, man... If you have uh, anything that you'd like to say, you can always respond to me on, on Anchor. And uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.